Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 210, the one where I try... Oh. Chocolate marshmallow Oreo. That's right, Bob. You didn't think of this when you moved to Brooklyn. You, you should have told me. I, I was at the supermarket. I could have gotten oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> what I should have done, because they Oreo released two new flavors this month. Mm -hmm. This and uh, caramel coconut. Ah. And I got this because it sounds more interesting. <laughs> Can you order these? I that would be so. smart. We should order them we should, yeah. to each other. That's what we should do. Yeah. So, but, so uh, scarf it, you know, let's have it, let's slip have it down taste. your gullet. All right. Let's see here. They are, uh, they're black frosting Ew. in there. Ew. It's, oh, but it's, okay. It's marshmallow. It's marshmallow. It's chocolate marshmallow, which I should note is different from s'more. It's chocolate covered marshmallow. Yes. It's not, the whole marshmallow isn't chocolate. Marshmallow pieces in cookie. So there's marshmallow pieces in the cookie itself, and then chocolate marshmallow flavored cream. That's what we're working with here. Chocolate marshmallow flavored cream. But on the cover, it looks like chocolate covered marshmallow. Show me the cover again. This is, this is, I'm getting bad vibes. That, that looks different than what it actually is. Let me see the inside of the cookie. Did you bite into it? I did. Break, break it in half. I want to see the inside. So... It tastes like a chocolate marshmallow, but the marshmallows from like Lucky Charms. Ugh. So not like actual. Well, you know what? That's better than I thought. I thought it was just gonna be, you know, like the regular yeah, Oreo so that's cream. What the cream. That's what the well, cream. Well, no, like. I mean, like, let me see the. Well, so it's black through and through. Yeah. Well, if you look at this, is the cookie. Yeah. And I don't know if you could tell on the other side, you can see white specks because there's marshmallow in oh. the cookie. So, so what's the verdict? I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not liking it so far. Uh, I don't know. Seven out of 10. Good, not great. Right. Uh, fans of the genre will get a <laughs> kick out of these Oreos. Would you purchase again? No. All right. All right. But I'm not disappointed in my purchase today. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. I thought it would be. <laughs> chocolate around like a big piece of marshmallow i was thinking like uh like a malamar situation oh like that would be sick they dropped the ball i think yeah they're slacking a little bit but anyway hello eric hello jesse mccown hello parker hello nicholas hello shepherd boy hello mecha dragon 101 hello everybody hello anyone and everyone who is here and a special hello to tim slatter eric henley matt preston Milo Slav Justice, Hector Espinosa, Carlos Riviera, and uh, Charlie Cohen. Oh, just those guys for being members <laughs> on YouTube. But then Charlie Cohen with a toonie. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you got to eat that mic. Are you eating that mic right now? We'll got uh, a new mic stand. Yeah, I did. So should I? Here, I'm trying to move it closer. Got to do it. You got to do to put that right up on your lips. Like, uh, how's like, that? That good? Yeah, there you go. And All when right. you do that, make sure you yell into it. Okay. <laughs> Um. All right, so we got we got some things to talk about today. Yes. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing fantastic. At the butt end of my coffee right now. Uh. So I did a video this week on uh the games coming out in 2020 for the Switch. Yes. I made a terrible mistake in my video. 
and I decided that I wanted to edit it like I did the big Christmas collab video, which mm-hmm. took three hours to render. And guess what? This also took a thousand years to render. Shut up, alerts. We don't want alerts. Is um, it because you're doing the little thing on the TV? Yeah, it's because there's like a million effects happening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was a error on my part. And then I slept through my alarm to make it live. So Will made the video live. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Through in the pitch. That's right. Um, That may probably die. Charlie Cohen with another toonie says, "Huge fan of your channel. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for the toonie." Um. So yeah, I did a video on the 2020 games releasing for the Switch this year. Yes. Uh, All the important ones, anyway, or the ones that are confirmed and what's going on with their release dates and whatnot, because I think that's important information. Because a lot of people think certain games are coming out when they're actually not, or they're not confirmed, or they might get delayed. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing all the other ones. We're going to do the uh, ones for PlayStation and Xbox because those are also important. Yes, I play those as well. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do the... Uh, so PlayStation has like their their sort of wrap-up. Did you do that? I did. Uh, the numbers were embarrassingly low. Yeah. And, and I thought, because I played Resident Evil 2 like front to back this year, mm-hmm. I still play more hours of Red Dead Redemption 2 this year. Wow. Yeah. So so I uh did not play much PlayStation at all. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of like I didn't even do it. I didn't even do my recap on PlayStation because yeah, me I neither. I barely well, played I, I, PlayStation. I did my recap, but it just confirmed I didn't play it nearly as much. And I didn't even play my Switch this much this year. So hmm. So anyway, we got a couple of lists of games coming out this year. Uh the one that I found easiest to navigate was GameSpot. So we're just stealing this from GameSpot, and we're gonna, I guess, right. react to whatever GameSpot has to say here. Yeah, January 9th, which already happened, uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Oh, that's on PC. Is that out on other consoles? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's a DLC. I forgot. Monster Hunter World, personally, I played a lot of it, and I couldn't stop playing it, but I hated it. <laughs> the whole time I was playing it, I didn't like it, but I kept wanting uh, to keep playing it, and I don't know why. That doesn't sound fun at all. You ever? I, I I can't think of another game like that. I I played games to completion that I ultimately you know didn't think were that good, but there was at least something keeping me going mm-hmm. that you can like put your finger in. on. Yeah, like I'll give you an example. Remember Spider Man Shattered Dimensions? Yes, yes. I would <laughs> I would not recommend that game to anybody, but I played it to completion because I found the story interesting. I liked how. They got all the different voice actors back to play the different Spider-Men. Um, it's not a great game, uh, but that kept me going. I don't know. Like, Monster Hunter doesn't sound like a game that has anything that would keep me going. Yeah, I don't know why. A lot of people say it's because I picked a bad weapon class. But, like, you know, maybe the game should lead me towards a weapon class. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't... And the same thing... Kind of the same thing happened on the 3DS. When I played the one on the 3DS, because I got the Monster Hunter 3DS because I thought it was awesome looking. And I was like, I might as well see what the game's all about. I played a decent amount of that game and didn't like it the whole time I was playing it. The only game that comes close to that for me is Fallout 3. (laughs) I got really far in Fallout 3. And then right before the end, I was like, why am I still playing this? Yeah. And then I stopped. And a lot of people love Fallout 3. And a lot of people love Monster Hunter, so... I feel like Monster Hunter would be a lot more fun if I played with other people. Yeah. 
Um, but I didn't really. But does Monster Hunter have like a real multiplayer component? I feel like it does, doesn't it? Okay. I don't know. Because I think some of them do and some of them don't. I thought it did. I thought that was like part of the big deal with this one. I might be thinking of something else. No, no, I think you're right. I think some of them don't have good multiplayer. Yeah. It's a weird game. It's a game that should have a lot of stuff but doesn't. Yeah. Like in the one for the 3DS, it was set up where you had to load different sections of the map. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that's just how Monster Hunter is. It's like, dude, in today's day and age, why isn't it just straight up open world? There's yeah. no reason to load other parts of the map. And World actually fixed that, um, kind of. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about the. Everybody's saying, I don't know. Just one guy said the stream froze. Well, the stream froze for you, not anybody else. Relax yourself, buddy. The stream's all fucked. So, the stream's great. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so we that was the first game on the list that's okay. already out. Um, we got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which comes out. Uh, on Friday, Kakarot. This, this is a game that a lot of people are excited about. Um, so, okay. is this an RPG or is this a fighting game? So glad you asked, Will. Um, <laughs> Where's Tim when you need him? So we saw this at E3, I think. Uh, we didn't play it, but we saw it there, and yeah. we got yelled at for filming. Uh, yes, this is in this is an open world, as far as I know. It's an open world. RPG fighting game. <laughs> oh, so, so it's both. So there are random encounters. Okay. And then it turns into a fighting game. Okay. So that, like, I would love to play like a Dragon Ball kind of like a, like a adventure game. Yeah. But then it just turns into a fighting game. Oh, but it doesn't really look like the other Dragon Ball fighting games that are like 2D. Yeah. This looks like a whole like, a, you know, 3D experience. So... <sighs> What the hell were the the 3D fighting games? Wasn't uh, that uh what's it called? The one everybody loved last year. Uh What was oh, that? Fi- no, no, Jump Fighters Force. Jump Force. <laughs> Jump Force. <laughs> no, what is it um Budokai Tenkaichi? Wasn't that a 3D fighting game? But it was weird because it was behind oh, Didn't the back. we play that and it was good? We liked it? No, we played Fighter Z. Oh, right. We played and that was good. That's that's a very good game. I mean, this actually looks pretty cool. It does. Because it is full 3D. Yeah. Uh, where's the open world aspect? Oh, there it is. Yeah, you're just walking around the open world. I don't even know if it's completely open. I might be yeah. making that part up. But it looks like it is. Semi-open. Semi-open? All right. Semi-open world setting of like individual... My ex-girlfriend, am I right? Oh, hi How we doing? How's it going, Bob Wolfie? <laughs> Uh, yeah, semi-open world setting of individual hubs with RPG elements. This looks cool. Uh, the reviews are good, I think, so far. Well, that's good. Um, it's nice when Dragon Ball Z games get good reviews, because they usually don't. <laughs> yeah. So, I might want to check this out. It looks pretty cool. But, you know, I'm not big into big, long, open games. <laughs> yeah. But I would try, I mean, you know, I'll check out some reviews and see how good it is. Because it kind of yeah. looks pretty, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm interested. My yeah. interest has been piqued. Um, Tokyo Mirage Session for Switch. We got The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Get out of here. That's a PC <laughs> game. Um, what else we got? Nothing else really for this month. 
uh, Kentucky Route Zero, the TV edition, which I'm probably going to finally play because it's complete after what like that? how many years. That's um, so Kentucky Route Zero came out in episodes, but the first episode came out in like 2013 and it's oh. taken them forever to get to the end. And the TV edition is just basically the complete season. It's also coming on Switch? Yeah. What is this game? I don't know. <laughs> what, then why are you interested in it? It just it it looked like the visuals of it look really interesting because it's like there's a lot of um, old like 50s style art design and uh, there's a lot of shadows in it. Okay, so it's very gray so far. Cool. Yeah, I'm very I'm very confused by this game. Yeah, I have no idea what type of game it is. <laughs> it just it it okay. Right, I don't know either. Very strange. Um. All right, well, so that's this month. Yeah, it looks like it's coming out for everything. Yeah. Oh, there's also Warcraft 3 Reforged coming out this month. Yeah, uh, that's just the, the HD remake of Warcraft 3. All right, well, good good for them. Yeah. Uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics is something that I got comments about in my video that I missed. So do you know what the Dark Crystal is, right? It's that show. It's uh, the Dark Crystal is that uh, Jim Henson thing from the 80s. It recently yeah. got a show on Netflix, Age of Resistance, and apparently it's getting a video game. Oh my god! I look. I love Jim Henson. I love, I love him the too. Muppets. Crap like Dark Crystal and Labyrinth just do not <laughs> do it for me. Yeah, I don't like Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh my god! And I should because it also has David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly in it, and it's just I can't do it. I can't do that movie. And Dark Crystal is the exact same thing without David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly. I love, I love the Muppets. Yeah. I even like some Sesame Street. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Fraggle I, I, Rock? That's cool, too. I don't know about this. Yeah. But that comes out uh, February 4th. Yeah. For everything. Mm -hmm. uh, Zombie Army 4? I don't know what that is. Yakuza 5 comes out February 11th. That's okay. a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to play a Yakuza game. Probably never will. Didn't wasn't one recently a PS Plus game? Yes, I think there that happens frequently. Yeah, because there's a lot of them, and they're all on PS4. <laughs> mm. uh, Dark Siders Genesis comes out on uh, on uh, Valentine's Day. That is yeah. for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That game is like a Diablo style game. And when I was yes. doing my video, I thought it was a regular old Dark Siders game. And then I looked up the gameplay footage, and I was like, well, "What is happening?" <laughs> also, same day, Dreams. That game's not out yet. Yeah, exactly. I always hear people's like articles. It's like, oh, this person made this in Dreams. Meanwhile, it's not out yet. Uh, oh, it's been an early access? I didn't know Sony had an early access platform. Apparently. So Dreams, if you don't know, is uh, like a like a game maker it's like toolkit. Kind of the successor to Little Big Planet. Yeah, it's made by Media Molecule. Yeah. Who made Little Big Planet. Yeah. Little Big Planet was kind of like a game maker too. Uh, yeah. This seems way more robust and like there's way more things you can do in the game. Yeah. And I always see articles about people doing wacky stuff with dreams and all of the gameplay footage that I'm showing on screen right now. Everything is wildly different. There's yeah. all different types of game types that you can that you can do with this uh, engine. So I don't know, man. I, I like I love Mario Maker because I love seeing what people could do. But I also love yeah. Mario. So. 
I know that was like the thing with Little Big Planet. Like, it's fun to play, but the majority of the gimmick is making the levels. Well, so. I wouldn't say that about Mario Maker. Right. Like, I'd say I have a, a lot more. F- I mean, making the levels is fun, but playing them is, I think, the biggest selling point. Mm-hmm. Um, this it just seems like there's so much more that could go good and wrong. Like you never know yeah. what you're getting when you open the game up. Yeah. So like selling somebody on this game is going to be hard because you can't really like pinpoint exactly. Oh my god, there was like a mm-hmm. a two D eight bit game somebody made. Yeah, you can't really pinpoint exactly like what type of game you'll be playing. Yeah. So I'm interested. This is a game that needs a demo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that comes out on Valentine's Day, but there's a lot of games coming out on Valentine's Day. Uh, Street Fighter V Championship Edition also comes out on Valentine's Day. We've already had Street Fighter V. So. Yeah, but this is the Championship Edition. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle. Vanquish? Yeah, because they're both uh, Platinum games. I didn't know Vanquish was made by Platinum. Yeah. Uh, a lot Bayonetta. of people like Vanquish, and that game looks awesome. Yeah, I've never played it, but I know Bayonetta is Hideki Ikami, uh, who it, who did uh, who created Devil May Cry, and Vanquish. No, sorry, Bayonetta is Hideki Kamiya, yeah, who created Hideki Devil Kamiya. May Cry, and Vanquish is Shinji Mikami, who created Resident Evil. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, that was like super cheap on Steam recently. Yeah. Uh, you can find it really cheap at like a GameStop too. Yeah. Um, and I think the original is backwards compatible on Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So if you own it already, and you own an Xbox One, you don't need this. Uh, what else we got here? Mega Man Zero. Come on, baby, mm-hmm. comes out for everything. Two Point Hospital is something a lot of people are excited about. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's like a strategy game. Yeah, it's like a. Looks like a hospital sim strategy situation. Um, I'm not not my type of game, so I kind of yeah. skipped over it in my video. Um, Marvel's Iron Man VR. Apparently, this is getting good buzz. Like is people it, who've played the demos of it are like enjoying it. I heard it wasn't very good. The demo, really? Yeah. Um, I mean. We won't know until we get it, but from what I heard, like it does actually like there are a lot of segments where you do feel like Iron Man with all the the crap around your head and like is it a your... is it a long game? I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> How much is it? Uh, let's go to Amazon. Yeah, you do that because like forty bucks. Forty bucks. Jeez. All right. Forty well... bucks. Probably a higher quality. Uh... Yeah, it doesn't look like amazing. I also don't have move controllers, so there you go. I'm, I'm sure we can get them for cheap now. Uh, all right. Well, that comes out February 28th. Yeah. There's also One Punch Man, uh, a hero nobody knows, which I think <laughs> is very interesting because in this game, it's a fighting game, but you, I, I believe this is the one. You don't actually play as One Punch Man. No. Uh, so what happens is uh, you play as somebody else, but you see one punch man running to the battlefield in like the corner of the screen. And if you survive long enough, he gets there and he just takes out. He's basically a finishing move. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can see any gameplay footage, but all the trailers have like story stuff going on. 
Is this one? Oh, kind of. So yeah, you play as all of the other characters. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that there was more like, like adventure anime games, you know? Yeah. I think they just, it's just too easy for them to make fighting games out of it. Well, allegedly we're getting a new Gungrave game. Oh, you you froze up for a, for a hot minute. Yep, you're still frozen. <laughs> we 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 tested this for like uh, we a long time before we actually started. We're using Discord today because uh, they have, and there was no problem. Oh, Will's still trying to talk. It's not happening. <laughs> and there he goes. We lost him. Okay. Lost him forever. Hang on. Uh, anyway. I hope that's actually the One Punch Man that we're that we're talking about. I hope that's the game that we're actually talking about. It is. Will are you wired? Yeah. Oh, you're like coming in and out for some reason. Is it because they have like a hundred things open at home? And by I mean five. Possibly. All right. Uh, you're back now, but you're stuttering yeah. back. All right. Well, that's it for February. Yes. Uh, March 3rd is the Final Fantasy 7 remake. This got delayed, didn't it? Yes. Uh, it got didn't get delayed by much. Let me see if I have... Oh, we have an it. article about it. I forgot. We do have an article. Because Square Enix delays Final Fantasy 7 and the Avengers game. Ooh. So the Final Fantasy remake got moved to April 10th. Okay. So we only got delayed by about a month. I was when I saw March third, I was about to say this ain't coming out March third. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. No, it's coming out the same day as uh No Time to Die. <laughs> so April tenth. Yeah. Oh, that's the 007 game. Yeah. Uh the 007 movie. movie. Yes. This is only part one of the Final Fantasy Seven remake, correct? Yes. Interesting. Um, they they just said they needed a little delay to give it extra polish, whatever that means. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I could imagine <laughs> this game has taken forever. Uh-huh. Uh, I could imagine the development has been hell for the developers. Uh, so th- this is actually going to get me to finally play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, you know. I was thinking of just getting like the regular version on Switch just to have it and maybe try it, but this one looks a lot better. Uh it it does. Yeah, I that yeah, I'm not playing the original. I'd much rather play this version. Yeah. Um But yeah, and now it's coming out April 10th. There's also a lot of other games coming out in March, so this is probably for the better. Yeah. Um and then Avengers, when is that coming out? May? Uh, so the Avengers was supposed to come out in May, but that got moved to September. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, so you can forget about seeing that in March. Is that where we yes. are now? Yeah, oh, we're in I, March. I, I got too many lists open. Oh, I closed everything by accident. Great. Okay, we're uh, in March. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. we also got March 6th, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX. We all know how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming out on Xbox One and PC. I'm shocked this game hasn't come out yet. Yeah, this I game, thought it came out already. We've been talking about this game for years, it feels yeah. like. Um, 
Or maybe it's just because it looks too similar to Blind Forest. Yeah, it looks too similar to the original game. Yeah. Uh, it's a good side-scroller. Yeah. Play the original on the Switch. Right? You can play it on the Switch now? Yeah. Yeah, play it on the Switch. I played it on my uh, on my Microsoft Surface 2. <laughs> so it was kind of like playing it on a Switch. Yeah. Oh, we also got My Hero 1 Justice 2, which is coming out on everything on March 13th. We yes. also got Neo 2 coming out for the PS4 on March 13th. Did I know there was going to be a Neo 2? I didn't. I feel like this is a surprise. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Release date reveal trailer. Yes, this is by Team Ninja. A lot of people liked the original Neo. Yes. This was like a super hard Dark Souls-esque kind of game. Right? Yeah, and it's based on an unused concept for a movie from Akira Kurosawa. Okay. The guy who did like Seven Samurai and all the great samurai films of the 50s and 60s. Well, this looks sure. this looks like you could never have made this a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so much crap going on specifically in the 50s and 60s this says it's the date reveal open beta it's november not the date 1st reveal. november 1st to november 10th it's his release date reveal oh there it is uh okay march 13th yes does that line up that does line up yes <laughs> there's also we got animal cross baby and doom eternal comes out for everything on march 20th as does Doom 64. Except for Switch. It doesn't come out for Switch March 20th. It says on this list it comes out for Switch, but that is not true. Interesting. It comes out later for Switch. Oh, yeah. Doom 64 comes out for everything. I didn't know that. I thought it was only Switch. Yeah, no. You think it's only going to be for Switch because it's Doom 64. Yeah. On March 24th, there's this game called Bleeding Edge coming out. I think that's the game from Ninja Theory. I think you're right. Uh, I forgot about this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. This is a multiplayer. Yes, this is that yeah. weird multiplayer sort of situation. Kind of like, uh, I think you, there's like different classes and stuff. It's kind of like a, like an Overwatch situation. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a, a melee focused Overwatch. Oh, it's melee focused. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So that's, that's that game. Yeah, I remember seeing this trailer. I don't remember seeing like actual gameplay. Oh, here it is. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes of gameplay. And there's an ad. So we'll see that some other time. Yeah. So people are excited for that. I don't know. Uh, that's coming out on Xbox One and PC. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 coming out on March 24th. Uh, Fred will have a full review on that. Yes. I'm sure. Uh, Persona 5 Royal comes out March 31st for PS4. So is this just like an expansion pack for Persona 5 or is this like a whole new thing? This is like Persona 5 Alpha Remix uh, Omega Super. Got it. You know? Mm -hmm. So as far as I know, it's the same game with more stuff. But I don't know Persona very well, so somebody has to correct me on that. Uh, actually, can I just? I love it when I look up a game and the Wikipedia is right on the top. <laughs> That'd be nice. Royal, uh, an expanded version featuring new content, Persona Five Royal, was released in Japan in October 2019, 
and will be released worldwide on March 2020. So it is the expanded version. It is the okay. alpha, uh, super, omega, Street HD Fire. remix. HD remix, yes. Half-Life Alex comes out in March sometime. That's the VR version of Half-Life. Yeah, that's also not coming out in March. You don't think so? No. It looks pretty done. It does, but Half-Life 2 was also done, and then that got delayed way back in the day, if you remember. They're doing a lot of a lot of tweaks. Yeah, there's 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 not coming out in March. I will be shocked if it comes out in March. This looks I am so upset it's a VR game because I don't own a VR system. This looks really good. Yeah. I don't mind that it's a VR. I mind that it's only on the uh what's it even on? <laughs> I it's, think, it's no, not coming for PlayStation VR. No, but and I think it's coming I think it's coming to Oculus and Vive. That's cool. Because yeah. Valve owns Vive, right? They are in a partnership with Vive. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I think they also it also works with Oculus. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I would love to play this, but yeah, like I would break out the PSVR for this, but I'm not buying a whole new VR setup just to play this yeah. one game. Also, I looked up uh, a pack of two Move controllers is a hundred bucks. That's a lot. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah. For peripherals that existed in the PS3 era. That's not what it cost when it came out. Probably not. They were 40 at most each. Well, I think back then you only you bought them one at a time. Yeah, like you didn't forty dollars each. Yeah. As as well now you now you buy them in a two pack, so it's a hundred bucks. There was a time when they were twenty dollars each. Oh yeah, because everyone thought they were gonna, you know, die. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right. Well, in April. That's it for March. In April, yes. we got Resident Evil 3, baby. Yeah, buddy. I didn't think the first trailer looked that great. They apparently like they visually. put out a, Apparently they put out a new trailer that's like a lot better. I haven't watched it yet, but it's like the actual gameplay footage. Yeah, a lot of people were like, "Wow, I can't believe it looks so good." And I I bet the new trailer looks better than the than the original one that I, I mean, saw. Overall, it looks very similar to Resident Evil 2. Which is, looks great. Yeah, but so. the trailers for Resident Evil 2 looked so cinematic. Yeah. And this didn't really to me. Well, I mean, probably because it's coming out a year after Resident Evil 2. So I probably didn't have time to put together you yeah. know, a really good trailer. But yeah, still, this I'm look, excited. This looks pretty good. Yeah. Definitely going to get that. Uh, I'll get it. Probably play a little bit of it. And then... Never move on to something again. else like I did with yeah. Resident Evil 2. I've I, I never completed Resident Evil 3, so I'd be interested Me to either. do that. But I feel like i got to get through Resident Evil 2 first. Well, it's not like you need to know the story of 2 to get through 3. I know, but I... I well, I already played Resident Evil 2 back in the yeah. day. But um, I feel like I just need to complete Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Yeah, no, you do. Um, but Resident Evil 3, uh, the remake... In the original, there were multiple endings, depending on how you played the uh This version, there is not. There's one ending. Oh. Okay. So, I'm interested to see how that pans out. I wonder why they did that. Probably time and, you know, resource reasons. Also, too, most of the, like, alternate endings were kind of crap. It was like, oh, it sucks. Carlos didn't make it out. Or, oh, hey, Carlos made it out. Or, hey, Barry's flying the helicopter. Um, 
All right. Well, other than that, we got... Oh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is also on this list on April 10th. Uh, okay. Because that's when it moved to. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. That's going to dominate April for oh, most absolutely. people. Absolutely. Ooh, so Final Fantasy coming out a week before that might be... Well, it better come out before know. than after. I don't know, because when you get down to it, Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy, yeah, they're both RPGs, but they're also very different audience. Yeah. Yeah, because like one is more JRPG, uh, anime, uh, also the nostalgia factor. Cyberpunk is a Western RPG. It's more modern. It's like fans of The Witcher will be into it more so. Mm-hmm. It's a sci-fi game. So... I mean, yeah, there are going to be people who want to play both, but I feel like, you know, there will be, you know, the people who want to play Final Fantasy will play Final Fantasy, and the people who want to play Cyberpunk will play Cyberpunk. Uh, are you going to play Cyberpunk? Uh, I'm going to try to play Cyberpunk. <laughs> I want to play the Final Fantasy VII Remake, but yeah. I also want to play Cyberpunk. I just know Cyberpunk is a game that I'm never going to finish. Yeah. I can tell you that sitting here right now. I'm never going to finish Cyberpunk. I agree. I'm also never going to finish Cyberpunk. Just like I never finished The Witcher, we don't finish games here. Not channel. anymore. If you want to, uh, to, if you want to finish games, don't start a YouTube channel about video. Yes. <laughs> uh, the next week, I think uh, April twenty fourth, yeah. we got Predator Hunting Grounds. That's the asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game four v one. Yes. Yeah, where one person's the predator. Made by the guys who made uh, 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 Friday Thirteenth. Yes. Uh, so it's the same game, just with the Predator. Basically. And we got also Trials of Mana. I didn't know that's also coming out for PS4 and PC. I thought that was only Switch. Yeah. Uh, and then a few days later, April 28th, we got Gears Tactics, which, all right, if that's your thing. Sure, sure. And Minecraft Dungeons is coming out for everything sometime in April. I'd expect mm-hmm. it to be late April or pushed to May. Yeah. That's what I would expect. Minecraft Dungeons is um, just an adventure game in the Minecraft world. Yeah. It's like a top-down situation or third-person situation. Um, and in May, we got Wasteland 3. That where, is, where, where uh, were the other two? <laughs> Wasteland games were made by the original creator of Fallout, and they were Kickstarter games. So Wasteland is more in vain of like what Fallout 1 and 2 were where they were like isometric RPGs. Okay. And Wasteland 3 is, I guess, another one. Yeah, this does kind of look Fallout-esque. Yeah. I'm not seeing any like actual gameplay though. Okay. Well, I mean, you also have Outer Worlds. So if if you're a fan of Fallout, you've got a lot of right stuff going on. That but you Outer give Worlds a shot to. is more like modern fallout whereas wasteland is supposed to be more like classic. oh that's why you have like a top-down situation okay yeah that's why it looked like that so that yeah. might have been gameplay then yeah that we were looking at uh man eater i don't know that uh game. according to GameSpot, uh you play as shark i looked up man eater and the first thing that comes out is hall and oats <laughs> <laughs> what is it say it again. uh it is a shark simulator. All right. Remember Jaws Unleashed on the PS2? Where nope. you play as Jaws? It's an HD remake of it. Well, uh, if you like, if you're a shark person, 
May 22nd is your day. Is that even Shark Week? Because if that's not Shark Week, then they boned up big time. Boned up. I, I wanted to use the F word, but then I remembered I didn't want to censor what, myself later. What date so. is Shark Week 2020? July 28th. Uh, I feel like Shark Week is more than once a year. <laughs> Probably. May 29th is the day, Will. The yes. Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Uh, this might be my most anticipated game. If we're, if we're thinking about it. I mean, yeah, who are we kidding here? It's definitely your most anticipated game. Uh, so, the, yeah, May... What did I say? 22nd? 29th. 29th. May 29th. This got delayed. Yes. It got delayed like a week after its uh, release date announcement. Yeah, so they announced the release date and then it got delayed. Uh, PS5's coming out this year. We th- Yes. Oh, no, we know for sure now, right? We're like 85% sure. Just like the original Last of Us, uh, this game's coming out the same year as the new consoles. Yeah. <laughs> Just earlier in the year. Uh, unlike the original Last of Us, allegedly the PS5 will be backwards compatible, so this game should just work on the PS5, no problem. It'd be really cool if they had, like, added texture packs and stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the PS4 Pro, it should already have those texture packs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd imagine next year, there'll be a remastered version. Just like they did with Grand Theft Auto, just like they did with the original Last of Us. Maybe. I feel like with this, they might... You know, because the architecture is so similar, they might just be able to release a, you know, an HD whatever pack for it. I mean, that'd be nice, but they're going to want some money. True. And I think that it'd be a good opportunity. Also, people buying the new consoles are going to want something that's for the new console. Yeah. So if they release a remastered version, people will gobble that right up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm excited. The first game is one of my favorite games of all time. Yep. So I will be playing that and I will be completing that one. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a game you don't want to like start and stop. Right. Like, yeah, you're going to want to see where that goes. In June, the only thing on this list is Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor expansion. Yes. Now, uh, do I want to talk about this now? No, I don't want to talk about this now. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll <laughs> save it for... Pokemon um, talk. And in September, there's the Avengers uh, game. Yes. Which you didn't play, right? I did. Oh, you I did actually at, play it. Yeah, I didn't play it at E3. I played it at New York Comic Con. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so you saw it at E3, it at and then E3. what you saw, you got to play at Comic Con. Correct. Um, it's It plays more like a Souls game where you have to, you know, dodge roll out of the way. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's not bad, and what I played was better than what I saw at E3. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know if they will be able to keep that style of gameplay, that momentum going throughout like a ten hour game. Yeah, yeah. Well, what we saw at the original reveal wasn't very impressive, right? It it played like when I played it in October, it looked and played better than what I saw at E3 when they revealed. Mm -hmm. I guess because like they were able to like polish it and fix it up and stuff. So I don't know. Hopefully, this like delay in release will, you know, 
they'll be able to add more and like clean it up a bit more because it's still it doesn't look as much as like you know the 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 stunt then from the avengers movies in a video game um it, it looks more like its own thing mm-hmm. but hopefully they'll be able to fix it some more all right what else do we got here so oh, that, that, that's it for actual confirmed dates yes the next windows. on this list is games that are confirmed coming out in 2020 but don't have firm dates yeah i'm just gonna breeze through it because uh i mean the, the you know there's a lot <laughs> yeah uh death stranding pc yeah coming out on pc a lot of people are gonna be happy about that yeah uh, that'd be cool to see all the mods people do. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, play the game as Hideo Kojima. Uh, Destroy All Humans is getting a remaster, but who knows when that's coming out. Yeah. And it's only going to be PS4 and Xbox One. Digimon Survive <laughs> is coming out for everything, even the Switch. I did not know Interesting. that. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Can I see some gameplay? No? Just some anime stuff. Literally... Oh, there's some gameplay. Oh, that doesn't look good. Oh, that's a shame. It looks like spirits. Was that was that the only gameplay in the whole trailer? Oh, it's a teaser. Oh, this is from two years ago, this teaser. <laughs> oh, man. That, that looks, like, looks like a Flash game. Oh, that sucks. Wow. Okay. That's unfortunate. Uh, but hey, people love Digimon, so maybe they'll deal with it. Uh, Do people still love Digimon? Yeah, man. They're the champions. They are. Dying Light 2 is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I think I have the first one on Steam, but I have not touched it. Is this the free-running zombie game? Yes, it sure is, Will. Okay. I I feel like I would like this. I played the first one. I didn't like it. Why not? I don't know. It just didn't feel right you're a big mirror's edge fan i am but you even like the second one i yeah but i feel like something about this game where it's basically the floor is lava yeah land on the ground like you might as well just stop the plane but like resetting like i don't know i just it wasn't as fun as i thought it would be okay well maybe i need to play more time with it maybe you need to play the second one maybe Oh, uh, what else we got here? Godfall? Uh, that's a PS5 game. PS5, yeah. That's that Gearbox game that's... It's like they're, It's like another Borderlands type game. But oh, that's... You know, this, I yeah. think this was the first game confirmed for 2020 for PS5. And this is Correct. why we know the PS5 is coming out this year was because yes. of this game. Okay. So it's a Gearbox game. It's it's a melee-focused action RPG focusing on fighting foes, collecting loot, and amassing players. So basically, it is a serious Borderlands, but instead of shooting, you, you use uh, melee combat. It's uh, It sounds like a Gearbox game. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to disconnect from this call and recall you because you ha- never recovered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your connection never recovered. Great. Uh, let me All right. turn you off real quick. All right. Goodbye. Uh, let me call him back. We're trying Discord out because the quality, they have quality settings. Couldn't figure out the quality settings. Oh, you actually do look a lot better. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> oh, but I look a lot worse. Hold on. <laughs> oh. 
I can fix that. That's easy. Boop, boop. All right. All right. We're good. Sweet. I don't know what the hell happened there. So we're still All trying right. out different uh, ways to do this show so that. Yeah. The- if you have a suggestion on how to make Wolfden Live good, uh, write it to uh, at uh, Austin John Plays. <laughs> Google Hangouts has the best uh, stable connection, mm-hmm. but the quality is locked at 720p. Right. Uh, so we'd like to get it up to 1080p 60 if we can, mm-hmm. but uh, Discord uh, has it doesn't have a stable connection. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, Godfall. Uh, yeah. Ghosts of Tsushima is one that I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm really excited to play this. Uh, I hope they announce a release date. It says summer. Just a summer. This is one that I thought for sure was a PS5 game. Yeah. I mean, it might be another Last of Us situation. Uh, Where, like, it'll get, like, an HD texture pack or whatever for PS5. Yeah. Yeah, because this is is an exclusive. Yeah. Is this Sucker Punch? It's Sucker Punch. Okay. Yeah, this looks amazing. Mm -hmm. This looks really good. It looks like an easier... Sekiro? Yeah. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm going to definitely play that. I don't know if I'll beat it, but I'll play it. Mm-hmm. Halo Infinite, I did not know was coming out this year. Yeah, it's going to be an Xbox One, inch, One X launch title. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have... Oh, we have the announcement trailer. It's, this, this, is, this, they've confirmed, is going to be cross-generational. Or you just buy one disc and you can play it on your Xbox One or your Series X system. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it looks horrifying. <laughs> I that's that just le- that gives us more evidence that the Series X is gonna be or that Xbox is moving towards like a more like a like a service-based, like, play wherever you want as long as you're playing. Well, yeah. Well, they said for the next few years, at least, they're going to make sure that no matter what Xbox you have, you'll be able to play their games on it, be it the original, like, VCR Xbox One all the way up to the Series X. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you'll be able to play Halo Infinite on whatever Xbox you own. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, But I'm an asshole, so I'll probably freaking get the Series X and play it on that. Uh, for the content, for the content, for the content. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of great content at the end of the year. We got a lot oh, of new stuff yeah. coming out. Uh, what else do we got here? Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. That is temporarily the temporary date on Amazon says December thirty first, which is that'll not def- gonna happen. That'll definitely come out this year, I think. I just it won't be December thirty first, obviously. I'm gonna say September. No, I'm gonna say October or November. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Uh, and I hope another Star Wars game comes out before that for the Switch because it's yeah. sad. It's sad. Well, we're supposed we to get Jedi Academy one. soon. Yeah, that that'll that'll be happy with. Yeah, that game is. I like that game more than uh, the the one we got right now, Jedi Outcast. Yeah, because you get the lightsaber immediately. Yeah, uh, I mean, but Jedi Outcast has a great story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do we got here? No More Heroes 3. We already know that. Yeah. Uh, Flight Simulator. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Did I skip that? Oh, yeah, M, M. Okay. How many... Are they, is this 
are they just doing like a are, are they removing the number from it now i think so like there's no year did they used to do a year yeah uh where are the really or do they just update it and pretend like nothing ever happened i think they used they used to do the year then like they went away for a while Oh, and now they're bringing it back. In 1982, it was 1.0. Then they did 2.0, 3.0, uh, 4.0, 5.0. And then they did 95, 98, 2000, 2002, 2004, X, X, Steam Edition. And now it's just Flight Simulator. So I understand okay. why they're just going back to a regular old yeah. Flight Simulator. <laughs> um, Psychonauts 2. Forgot about this. That game's not coming out this year. Uh yeah, no that's way. it's a temporary date. Yeah. It's been in development for a really long time though. Yeah. It was weird because it was crowdfunded, but it was part of that website Fig. Yeah. You remember that? I yeah. remember Fig. Fig was a, a a crowdfunding website where you get uh you basically buy a portion of the game. Like you yeah, own you become part. an actual investor and yeah. you get money depending on how the game goes. I think that's a really cool concept. Yeah. It's just scary because one, you had to be a registered investor. Yes. You had to register as like a real legit investor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think the minimum was a thousand bucks. Yeah. (laughs) So like the barrier to entry was pretty high for a lot of people, but it's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, I hope this game does really good. A lot of people love the first Psychonauts. I never played it. I tried playing it. My computer crashed. Did you play it way after it came out? Yeah, I got it in a humble bundle. But yeah, no, that looks really good. I'm excited for that to come out. It'll be a nice throwback to old platformers. Yeah. Platformers of old. Uh, What else we got? What else we got? Skatebird. Yeah, Skatebird. Skullin' Session. Oh, yeah, Session. I forgot about Session. Skateboarding is coming back, baby. Session is coming out for Xbox One and PC. Yeah. This is basically Skate? Yeah. It's not made by EA, right? No, it's a Microsoft first party. Nice. So yeah, this is basically just Skate. Yeah. But now it's called Session. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's like made by different people. Yeah. Um, I hope this is like a cheap little bite-sized game. Because I would love to just dive in and tool around a little bit, you know? Yeah. And if it's not, I'm sure it'll be on... Uh, uh, Game Pass or Games with Gold. Games with Gold eventually. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be fun. That's going to be a yeah. fun little game to tool around with. Uh, Skull and Bones is also coming out this year. That is that pirate game. Yeah, all the parts we didn't like about Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah, that everybody else they did. A, they made a whole game about it. Everybody else, oh yeah, this is Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah I did not like this in Assassin's Creed, but everybody else did, and they kept yeah. putting it in Assassin's Creed, and I'm like, this is, uh, I hate it. Well, now there's a whole game out of it. So if you like that part of Assassin's Creed, now you can play a whole game out of it yeah. made by Ubisoft. Ubisoft, uh, I haven't really bought a Ubisoft game in a really long time. Yeah, I don't remember the last one I bought. I, I want to actually play Watch Dogs 2 because I heard it's very good. But yeah, it looked, I kind of liked the first one. Yeah, the first one wasn't bad. That was the start of the Ubisoft like games for me. Yeah, like I when think I that played, was the problem. Yeah, like I was burnt out on Assassin's Creed, and then mm-hmm. Watch Dogs came out. And I was like, "This is cool. This is just a modern Assassin's Creed." So it's like a and twist on Assassin's Creed. Far Cry, like both those games did the exact same thing, but in first person. Yeah, and then the Division, and I was like, "This is just Watch Dogs." Mm-hmm. 
And then they just made, and then Ghost, uh, both Ghost Recons, Ghost Recon, and I was like, this is just the division again. And yeah. then it just they kept doing it. So then I got burnt out on Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated is coming out this year. I'm, it still amazes me that this is getting an HD remaster. This is awesome because yeah. people love this game on PlayStation oh, yeah. Two. Yeah, so. They're freaking remastering. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think this is going to sell a lot. I think the first game sold a lot. Yeah, I know. This will be popular. SpongeBob games are really popular for some reason. Yeah, so, especially uh, this one. Yeah, so uh, I, I, this is this is going to sell really well. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be excited for that. Um, Streets, of Rage, Streets of Rage 4, you're excited for? Yeah, buddy. I'm going uh, to play the hell out of that. Tom Clancy's Ghost, uh, uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Yeah. I'm excited for a Rainbow Six game. I'm it, not really excited for this. Yeah, isn't this like another Siege thing? No. Player only? No. Maybe. So what the hell? What All the hell I know. Is so this is just Rainbow Six, but with zombies. Oh, that's somehow worse. I know. Like, I like Rainbow Six for the tactical realism. Yeah. And then Siege came out and I was like, this is good. It's not really like old Rainbow Six. Yeah. The one, the Patriots, the Patri- one that they I, that, I that they were teasing wish, before. I wish they came out with Patriots. Rainbow that Six looked Patriots incredible. looked yeah. amazing. And then they came yeah. out with Siege, which was still, uh, listen, a lot yeah. of people love Siege. Yeah, but I got nothing against Siege, but it's go, multiplayer. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor and look up the, the test footage for Rainbow Six Patriots. The 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 multiplayer focus aspect of Siege uh, is not really what I was looking for in a Rainbow yeah. Six game. Um, I was looking for more of like what Patriots has going on. Yeah, this is like a twenty four, like uh, you know, like tactical friggin' Rainbow Six game. Yeah. Uh, I I I like the single player aspect of Rainbow Six, and I like the terrorist hunt and like yeah. doing the single player stuff with a friend. I love like that was where I had the most fun with Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Um, so quarantine looks like siege with zombies, and that's like just yeah. completely out of left field. So I don't know. Uh, you skipped this, but I'm actually very interested in it. System Shock remake, the remake of the original System Shock. Yeah, who made System Shock? So System Shock, um, it's weird because they were all made by different teams. Like the first one I think was made by technically IDOS. And then the second one was made by EA. And then the main guy from System Shock 2 went off and did Bioshock. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I knew it had some sort of significance. Yeah. But the System Shock remake is being made by the people who now own the System Shock rights. Mm-hmm. And it's a complete it's a complete remake of the first game. And the first game is very archaic. So I'm interested to see like how this goes. Because apparently System Shock and System Shock 2 are like two of the greatest games ever made. But I've never played them. Because they were a, like unavailable for years. We're getting a lot of remakes. Also. A lot of remakes. Real quick, while we're still mm-hmm. on System Shock. I have System Shock 2 for my Mac because it was only like two bucks at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I update my computer to Catalina, I won't be able to play it because it's a 32-bit uh, software and Catalina only supports 64-bit that software. That is so dumb. It's so frustrating. 
Just 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 have a little checkbox so we can be like, okay, let me play it. You know, just yeah. like they do with the with the uh uh unregistered developers, you know? Yeah. It's 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 annoying. There's yeah. a lot of games that I have that for Mac that I can't play if I upgrade. That is super annoying. I mean, that's not the reason why I'm not upgrading, because I've never played half of these games, so it's no no skin off my nose. But um still it's I upgraded my MacBook so that I could do the sidecar with my iPad Pro. Doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> Doesn't work at all. Yeah. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion comes out. Oh, that, yeah. Is that DLC or is that a new game? That's a new game. Oh, that, that'll probably be the end of the year. Yeah. Is this like a multiplayer game? I think so. No, it's... um. You can recruit NPCs... And when you die, you take over one of your recruited NPCs. Oh, yeah. You can play as like an old lady and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I remember that. Yeah. That's cool. That might be interesting. That might be. Yeah. But it is Ubisoft. So we'll, yeah. we'll have to see. It's probably just going to be Watch Dogs 3 being played as anybody. Yeah. Uh, That's it. Another Yakuza game? Wait. Yakuza Like a Dragon. I feel like that's... Cause sometimes they do weird Yakuza games. There was a Yakuza Zombies uh this is uh is an upcoming role-playing game uh developed and published by sega for a playstation 4 it is the eighth main release in the yakuza series and is set to be released in japan oh okay so this year we're getting yakuza 5 in america but in japan they're getting yakuza 7 what do they say eight are we that far behind we really it says it's the eighth uh game but it, well some of them might not be numbered because there was zero yeah, there's zero there's zombies there's a remake of one and two okay okay so it's the eighth game but it might not be the eighth numbered one yeah uh yakuza 5 came out in japan oh my god Oh, no, wait. Yakuza 5 came out for the PlayStation 3 in Japan in 2012, then worldwide 2015, so three years later. Mm-hmm. Then it came out for the PS4 in Japan in 2019, and it's coming out this year on the PS4 worldwide in February of 2020. So yeah. this is so Yakuza 5 is a remake. Wait, really? Really? It came out. It came out for the PlayStation Three in 2012 in Japan. Okay, so we're just getting it again. Oh, it's part of the remastered collection. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. They're they're remastering three, four, and five. I need I need to get educated on the Yakuza series. It's so it it's so confusing because Yakuza One and Two are on PS Four, but they're under the name Yakuza Kiwami. So, there was Yakuza. Yes. Yakuza 2, 3, mm-hmm. 4, 5, 0, 6, Like a Dragon. Yeah. So, Like a Dragon is apparently 7. No. Zero, yeah. 0 is technically 6. 6 is technically 7. And Like a Dragon is technically 8. Well, the Japanese name for Yakuza Like a Dragon has the number 7 in the title. Right. So but it is the 8th game. Yes. Yes. That is if you don't count Dead Souls, the zombie game, uh, 
Judgment, which that is, is like I think a spinoff. Those are under spinoffs. And Fist of the North Star. Oh my god. Lost Paradise. Yeah, why is that there? Because I think it's technically like it's made by the Yakuza team, and I think it's just a Yakuza game, but it's a Fist of the North Star game. But how do Fist of the So are there where is there character overlap? What's happening? No, Fist Fist you know what Fist of the North Star is, right? Yeah, it's an anime. Yeah. It's an anime game that's just basically uh, a Yakuza game. It's a it's a Fist of the North Star skin for a Yakuza game. Okay, okay. So it's like Dynasty that's, Warriors, but when they do like a like a Zelda one. Yeah, it's like the Dynasty Warriors Gundam game. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So in case you ever needed to know everything about Yakuza. Look, no. all I know about Yakuza is you can beat people up with bikes. <laughs> anyway, what games did we miss, everybody? Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll tell us. Wait, I haven't seen the chat in a while. How you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> we did get some super chats during. I have to pee like right. crazy. So, Do you want to go pee while I read the super chats? Yeah, and everybody in the chat, tell us what we missed. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Uh... Charlie Cohen gave us uh, two loonies, and he said, huge fan of your channel. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you, Charlie. We appreciate all the all the love that you all give us. And uh, what's next? Xanar Canned. I'm sure I got that right. $2. You think Smash DLC will be available after Direct? Um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, I think, so stay tuned for that answer. Uh, holy the llama with two dollars. Hey, Wolf Bros, Bob, you look like you smell like pee. He does. Like he won't ever admit it, but he does. And uh, holy the llama again with two dollars. Okay, gotta go. I'll listen tomorrow at work. See ya. Bye. Thank you for your four bucks. Um, what else is going on here? What's everyone saying? Did we miss anything? Animal Crossing, I feel like, because uh, Bob mentioned it in the Switch video, so that's why we didn't talk about Animal Crossing. We were focusing on games that are coming out for other systems, you know, because there are other systems out there, guys. Um, Midas Magnazone, Will is right. Yakuza Like a Dragon is called Yakuza 7. Uh, please always remember to use the hashtag Will was right whenever we're talking about how correct I am. It helps my fragile ego a lot. Uh, Justin McCowan, Ring Fit Adventure is no joke. I had to lower the difficulty. Uh, I've been hearing that. Uh, it makes me very hesitant to get it myself. Uh, sounds like Bob is back. I am back. Nice. Welcome back. Were any... Uh... Oh, I smell like pee, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to be the one to tell you, but... I mostly probably smell like Old Spice deodorant. Yeah. But then there's a little bit of pee. Listen, the last few drops always end up in your pants anyway. Yeah. Uh, We just got $2 from Jake Miller. I fear Smash DLC will disappoint. Uh, I fear that too. Yeah, it's always a fear. Every every time there's new Smash DLC. Don't forget the first one was Piranha Plant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I was like the oh, balls I know, on I know them. A lot of people were disappointed by Terry Bogart. Uh, it's I, like, 
who is this guy? The Smash community was pretty receptive of Terry Bogart. Really? Yeah. Well, because a lot like, of those people are fighting game people. True. I feel it might have just been more so the general public. Yeah, the general public was like, who the hell is this guy? Mm-hmm. They, they want something crazy to, so that they could be like, uh, you know, this is the greatest crossover event. Yeah. They want like, ever. you know, Batman or something. Yeah. 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 Um, what else do we, anything I need to talk about? No. Oh, we're going to uh, talk about Smash DLC probably eventually. Yeah. Um, anybody say any games we missed? Freedom Planet 2. Oh, I've always I wanted to play a Freedom Planet game. I think the first one is on sale right now on Switch, and I should get it. Yeah, I've always, this is basically just Sonic, right? It's It was a Sonic fan game that the developers like, let me take Sonic out and make it a something else. Yeah, this looks like I would love this game. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll have to give that a shot mm-hmm. after Mega Man Zero. Yeah. There's a. It's not on any of these lists, and I don't know what's the status of it is, but there's a game called uh, Pray for the Gods, where it's basically Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a Kickstarter game, and it was comp- and it reached its funding, and it went it was going through development. And only three people working on it, and I know Bethesda sued them because it had the word "pray" in the title. Oh God. Uh, so they had to change the spelling of prey, even they, though that screw that screws up the pun. Didn't they uh, cancel the lawsuit after the bad press or no? No, uh, they canceled the lawsuit after they changed the spelling of the word prey. That's so dumb. So, um, and I think it's supposed to like actually come out this year, but I haven't heard anything about it. And that sucks because it looks really good. Um... Did we talk about Bioshock coming to the Switch? I don't think we did. Uh, we did not. Uh, so it was rumored that Bioshock is coming to the Switch, the complete collection. Let me pull up the article. That's good. Did that yes. happen? Did that come to everything else? The complete collection? Yes. Yeah. So somebody bought, um, uh, the developers. What the hell are they called? Irrational Games? Yeah. Somebody bought owns them. I thought there was like a licensing thing and somebody bought it. Or did 2K buy them after? Oh, I don't know. I thought, no, because wasn't Irrational Games originally 2K like Boston? Is that what happened? Maybe. You look that up. I'll read this. I'll look that up. Okay. A post on the Taiwanese rating rating board website includes basic information for the Bioshock collection for Switch, mainly describing its content as a shooter. It does not mention a release date. The remastered collection was released in 2016 on PS4 and Xbox One and includes Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite, as well as uh, DLC missions for all three games. Neither Nintendo nor 2K Games have announced a release of any Bioshock games for the Switch, although the platform is host to many pre-platform third-party classics like The Witcher 3, Diablo 3, and Dark Souls. So, yeah. There's a very good chance that we could be getting the three Bioshock games on the Switch. I never finished Bioshock 1. I always really wanted to. It was a very good game. I finished Bioshock Infinite. I started it, and then my friend Greg tried to play mm-hmm. it, and then he deleted my save. Dick. Yep. So I never played it again. But Infinite is an amazing game. Yeah. That's the only example I have of a game that changed my opinion of it after I beat it. Yeah. 
Like I was like, this is an alright game, and then I got to the end, and I was like, this game's amazing. Everything makes yeah. so much sense now. Um, I the problem is I had the ending of Bioshock One spoiled for me like a long time ago, mm-hmm. so I don't know if it'll have the same effect if I were to play it now. But yeah, it's such an iconic. Though I mean, yeah. all the games seem like they have like an ending that like blows your mind. I know Bioshock Two is like divisive because it wasn't made by like the original creative team, but apparently the DLC Minerva's Den is like incredible. So. Irrational Games, yes, uh, was founded in 1997. Okay, th- by three former employees of Looking Glass Studios. Yes, Looking Glass were the creators of System Shock. Yes, yeah. so you got Looking Glass, then yeah. you got Irrational Games. Yeah. Then between 2007 and 2009, it was known as 2K Boston. Yes. Um. Then in February of 2017. They rebranded as Ghost Story Games, but they're still under Take Two. Okay. I don't know what the deal is with the Bioshock <laughs> license. I assume Take Two just owns it. Yeah, Take Two owns it. Yeah, they're the parent company. Yeah. But they're also still Ghost Story Games. So Interesting. And they haven't put out anything since Bioshock Infinite. No. So they're probably working on a giant game. Yeah. But I think they wanted to distance themselves from the Bioshock brand. They wanted to do smaller games. Oh, okay. Uh, Rational Games releases Bioshock Infinite in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, to critical acclaim. And then in 2017, they renamed to Ghost Story Games. Okay. Yeah, and that's it. They haven't done anything since. Okay. So that'll be cool. Hopefully we get that. Bioshock Infinite's a game that I think everybody should try out. Yeah. It's a good time. Uh, Hey. A little thing happened. We got the Pokemon Direct last week. We did. Uh, We talked about that it was going to happen last week, but the Direct happened the day after the podcast. Yes. Uh, So we didn't get to actually report on what happened during it. But now we know what happened during it. And knowing is half the battle. Uh, So what happened was we got Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. And the demo is out for free right now. Will, have you played it? Uh, No. Don't bother. It's not very good. At least I don't think so. (laughs) I'm sure... Other people who have never played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon will think the same thing. Yeah. Um, we also got word of some DLC. We're getting Pokemon uh, Isle of Armor and Crown of 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 the Queen. I made that <laughs> up. I don't know if that's real. I. It's not. It is Isle of Armor. Yes. Uh, it's Crown something. Yeah. The Crown. The Crown. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> well, that doesn't even have a confirmed release date. Yeah. Crown Tundra. The Crown Tundra. Yeah. All right. So that's the DLC. Uh, yes. It's two, it's You need to buy the expansion pack, and then you get both of them. Yeah. When they come out eventually. It's like the, the same thing with Zelda. Right. For a while. Uh, so instead of getting a Pokemon gun, or instead of getting a third game, Yes. Like we would normally get. Or an ultra version of the same game. We're getting DLC. Yes. Now I'd like to... I wrote down our predictions from last week. Okay. We said 
why did I write no Pokemon Sleep? I think we said we no we we said we should get some information on Pokemon Sleep. We did and we not didn't get anything, so yeah. we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Some Pokemon Home integration. We were right. Yeah, we learned about how Pokemon Home is going to integrate with Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield a little bit, but that also we said that we would need that there's going to be previous gen Pokemon in Pokemon Sword and Shield mm-hmm. with this new DLC or whatever, uh, and we would need to know how Pokemon Home gets wrapped into that, and we did. Yes. So we got Pokemon Home integration, how it's going to bring in the old Pokemon and stuff. Uh, we also said something about Smash DLC. Because we, 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 we knew we were due for some Smash DLC yeah. announcement. And we were like, it's possible we could get some Pokemon. And, possible. And they would, but... put, they would put the two announcements together. Turns out that was, no. <laughs> well... The announcements weren't put together, but we're getting yeah. we're getting a Smash DLC tomorrow. We're yeah. getting a Smash DLC announcement tomorrow. Yeah, which I, we'll talk. Sure, we'll talk more about later. Uh, yes, we still don't know if it's Pokemon or not. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be. No, but uh, we are getting Smash DLC. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna take that one as that was kind of just like you know we were like this could happen. Uh, we said we are not gonna get a Let's Go Gold or uh, Gold and Silver. Which we did not get. Yes. Uh, we also said we would not get an Ultra Sun, Ultra, or an Ultra Sword, Ultra Shield, or a gun, which we did not get. Right. Uh, we, we did, did get say. A with a gun. <laughs> yes, we did. We did say we would get DLC for Sword and Shield. Yes. So we were, we hit that right on the head. Mm-hmm. And we also said, well, I also said, at least two of these will be right. <laughs> <laughs> and. The DLC and the Pokemon Home integration were right. Yes. Um, and I think this was kind of a joke, but you said something about Diamond and Pearl remake, and then you called it Blood Diamond and Evil Pearl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some predictions. I mean, they were pretty generalized predictions. It could have the the only thing that we actually nailed was the DLC. Yeah. Which because a lot of people were like, "No, we're not going to get DLC. They never do that." Yeah. And then we got DLC and everyone's mad that we're getting DLC. Yeah. Uh, turns out uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield expansions continues to stoke Pokedex anger. Gee, I wonder why. Uh, this is according to Polygon earlier this week. Pokemon Sword and Shield producer Junichi Masuda logged on to Twitter to thank fans for their nice messages. It was his birthday and people were sending him all sorts of things from photographs to fan art. But nestled amongst these celebratory messages was a new onslaught of critiques and demands from angry fans who disapproved of Game Freak's expansion plans for the Nintendo Switch exclusive. One fan uh, responded to a birthday tweet by asking Masuda to explain why, in their view, Game Freak had removed old creatures from the games only to change, only to charge for them in the upcoming expansion pass. In actuality, you don't need to buy anything to get old creatures into your games. You just have to trade for them. Of course... Expecting Masuda to explain this when Game Freak has been clear about what's possible is ludicrous. Uh, so what they're referring to is that in the Crown Tundra, there's going to be raids and stuff that bring in a lot of old Pokemon. They showed Mewtwo. They showed some old legendaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order, to, in order to get those in the new game, you would need the Crown Tundra. 
However, you can trade with somebody who has the Crown Tundra. Also, it kind of sounds like you can just move them over using Pokemon Home. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I don't know what... Maybe you need... I don't know if you need the Crown Tundra expansion in order to move them over with Pokemon Home, but if you if you can trans... If you can trade them without having the Crown Tundra... Like, if, you, if I have Crown Tundra and I trade with you... You can still get it. Yeah. So why not? Why wouldn't you be able to bring it into home? Whether or not you have the Crown Tundra. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Uh, oh, G- Junichi Masuda responded to that oh, person. Oh, yeah. This is the best. He's, he said, it's a holiday today and it's a birthday. Can you let me relax? <laughs> get wrecked. Uh... uh but he did respond with a short with a short tweet that has now gone viral. And he said what I just said. Yeah. Uh, the fans simply told Masuda that they'd get back to it later. Rather than ga- gal- galvanizing fans into giving the man a break for at least a day, many of the top responses strike a similar vein as the initial complaint. There's the familiar hashtag bring back national decks hashtag in, uh, sitting between various other jabs and retorts. Quote, if we give this man another chance, he will just make even more BS excuses to cut content again. Oh, a BS excuse. Uh, it's my birthday. <laughs> the conspiracy theory that uh, expansions are actually content cut from the original release of a game is hardly unique to Pokemon. But given that the franchise has never had expansions before, it's the first time that video game fans can apply it to the pocket to pocket monsters. While it's hard to say what motivates Game Freak to go this route, many developers opt for expansions to develop ideas that didn't fit into the scope of the original game given constraints like set release dates. Expansions can also ensure that developers can continue to have jobs after a game is shipped rather than being mercilessly laid off. I think Pokemon Company's pretty good at yeah, continuously Pokemon having work. Good, but, you know, mostly like Western developers, like, you know, when a game is finished, like they'll, they'll start working on DLC so that they don't get laid off. Uh, I'm just going to skip through the article here. We got another yeah. tweet from a guy named A Drive who says... There are multiple issues with Pokemon Sword Shield, including Sucker Punch glitching in VGC. I don't know what VGC is. Instruction in... in Do they have an explanation of this? Thanks to Datamire's fans can now purport to look at the code. For instance, fans swear that while Game Freak has uh, released specific odds for encountering shiny Pokemon, the actual function doesn't work as advertised when the player's chains 500 encounters in the hopes of releasing their rare encounter rates um increasing their rare encounter rates instead players believe that the rates remain the same uh sucker punch glitching in vgc uh instruct not working properly in vgc shiny encounter rates broken three percent of the time working plus more are there any plans to patch the game and then he adds pokemon and junichi masuda uh, VGC is video game championships, apparently. Oh, so like when they're doing like actual like uh like tournaments? Yeah. 
VGC is a yearly tournament created by the Pokemon company in order to give video game players a large scale in-game competition similar to what they have or what they have already for the trading card game. Interesting. Yeah. Um Okay. So when we first got wind of uh when they when they did the whole DLC announcement, mm-hmm. a lot of people thought that it was thirty dollars for each game, and like yeah. I under I can understand where this could be misconstrued, but not by the people who misconstrued it. It was a lot of like like influencers and journalists who should know better, you know, yeah. who should look into it before saying something. It says it right on the screen. You have yeah. to buy the expansion pass and the expansion pass is $30. And then you get both games. The mm-hmm. only thing that could be confusing is that if you want it for sword and shield, you got to buy it twice. Yeah. But most people aren't going to do that. I'm only going to, I have sword. I'm only going to buy it for sword. It's $30. I'm going to get armor when that comes out. And then I'm going to get crown tundra when that comes out. And it's $30 and that's it. Yeah. And that is cheaper than if there was a Pokemon gun yes. or an Ultra Sword and Ultra Sealed. It's going to be smaller, potentially, but I can bring my Pokemon into it, which I'm much more happy with. I don't think I would have bought it if it was a third game. Yeah. Because I don't want to play the same game again. I'm, mm-hmm. I'd much rather bring the Pokemon that I have already into that game. Also, I don't know if it's going to make as much money. Because it's a DLC instead of a new game. Yeah. You know, when like a mom comes into the store to buy something for their kid. Yeah. They're not going to buy an expansion pass. But I don't know. Nintendo has really good attach rates. And I'd imagine the Zelda DLC did really good for Nintendo. So I don't think they ever released numbers for that. So Um, it's possible it could do just as good. Uh, I think it's better for us consumers because it's cheaper and we can continue playing the same game that we that yes, we already like. We don't have to go out and buy a totally separate game in order to keep the adventure going. So I don't know. I don't get why people would be mad about this. I think this is very pro-consumer. At this point, it just looks like they're looking for things to be mad at. Right. Because they're, they're not following the template of other Pokemon games. And, you know, because they're doing DLC rather than a third game... Or possibly like an ultra version of the last game, you know, there there's gonna be some, you know, bumps along the way, but those bumps aren't acceptable to these people. They want their Pokemon games to be just like they've always been. You know, maybe, you know, they look better or you know, they, they're more like a Skyrim than a traditional Pokemon game. If they want two things, they either want it to Skyrim or they want, you know, the last few Pokemon games. And they don't want, like, anything else. But but this is... I mean, the game is still a major step up from yeah, the last Pokemon a game. major step up. It's a huge game, relatively speaking. There's a lot to do in there. You know, it, and it's a Pokemon game. It follows the formula pretty closely. So I just beat, like, the... Like the main game yesterday. Like, I rolled credits. Okay. But there's, there's, there's a post game that has way more stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the game's not done yet, but I beat the like elite, their equivalent of the elite four. Yeah. Um, and it gets freaking epic at the end. I imagine. Yeah. There's some battles going on where it's freaking awesome, and it feels yeah. awesome. Just like when we first did the Dynamax Pokemon, 
yeah. when we first Dynamax, we were like, this is freaking sick. Like, I thought yeah. it was stupid until I did it, and I was like, this is sick. Um, and then AJ said, yeah, this is probably what they wanted the other Pokemons to feel like, except it's just text that explains yeah. it. You don't actually see it. And in this, you see it, and like, stuff's going on. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what if some of the animations are bad? <laughs> Somebody told me, you know, if you turn animations off, the game goes faster. And I was like, yeah, but then I turn animations off and then everybody in the chat's going to go, this game looks so bad. Yeah. Um, so even though it's not the prettiest game in the world, it still looks light years better than the previous Pokemon games. Absolutely. So I don't understand what everybody was expecting. Yeah. So uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield is great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy we're getting expansions. It's going to be a good time. Uh, are you you how are you even far at all in Pokemon? I'm not that far. I am just outside of the town where the fire gym is. Okay, because uh, I'm taking my time, like leveling up my my Pokemon and making sure I have the right Pokemon for each gym. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going at my own pace, basically. I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Good. But I, I'm honestly I, surprised I know, you're that far. Yeah, I know I'm like a little bit far behind, but I know like. Most of my friends who have it are all at the same ish area. Mm-hmm. And some of my other friends have just recently bought the game. So we're not that far apart from each other. So that's oh, good. You guys could do yeah. raid battles and stuff. I know. I'm excited. You could do it now that you, even though you're still early game, if you're at yeah. the relatively same spot, you can get some yeah. Pokemon that you could throw in your party. Because you get hot, you get Pokemon that are like out of your league when you do raid battles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get Pokemon that are like much higher level. Yeah, yeah. And then you can actually capture them for some reason. Oh, nice. Like I captured a I think well, I might be I might be saying some bullshit. AJ correct me. But like nah. the first raid battle I did was a was a Cleffa and it was like 15 levels higher than my highest level yeah. Pokémon. And I was able to catch capture it, so. Um anyway, we got to roll through some more stuff here. All right. Uh like for example, PlayStation 5 is on the way and Sony will skip E3 again. Okay. Uh, good. <laughs> so Sony's not going to be at E3, even though we got a. They're going to have a PS5 this year. They're going to have a new I, console, and they're just like, you know what? Forget it. We don't need you. On the one hand, it's kind of surprising because they have a P, uh, PS5 coming out, and I'm sure they have a lot of games that they would want to announce. Um, because last year they didn't really have a whole lot, so it made sense to skip E3. Uh, but at the same time they probably saw that skipping E3 did not affect their metrics or their financial forecast in any way, shape, or form. So they decided, hey, let's do it again this year, even though we're launching a major system and need people to know about it. It's a major waste of money. And they probably saw, they probably had some like uh, disagreements with the ESA. Probably. Because they're a, a mess. Well, EA hasn't been there for years. I don't think Activision has been there for years. Uh, Nintendo has a booth, but they don't have, you know, they don't do press conferences there anymore. Right. You know, a lot of, a lot of companies just don't go there. Yeah. Uh, I think that more companies should pull out of E3. I think it's a waste. I think it's a waste yeah. for a lot of people. I think it's, you know, it was there at one point it was great. And I think, you know, the the dream of going to E3, though, is just, it's not a dream worth having anymore. It used to be this, like, great elusive thing that, like, only the elite get to go to. But having been to it twice, it's a pain in the ass. 
It's not fun. Um, also, they doxed people. Yes. Well, they, so they opened, like, once we started going, they, like, started to open it up to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then more and more, like, gamer past people started to come in, and it wasn't set up for the general public. Yeah, it was set they, up for they media. opened it up to more people, but they still treated it like it was for like this super elite group. So like you can't bring in a camera or a backpack, that, you know, things you do at cons regularly. That's uh, it, it, it. It it was this weird mix of people and like, yeah. uh, like lines were insanely longer because they wanted to give press more time to play the games, but then you had general public coming in. So lines yeah. were insanely long. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, certain people weren't allowed to bring cameras and, and the, the, the security staff didn't know who was, and who wasn't yeah. on some days you were allowed to bring a backpack on other days. You weren't allowed to bring a backpack. It was an absolute mess. And if you're there to cover the show, yeah, you get screwed because they opened it up to the general public and didn't have it set up to be open to the general public. Yeah. I think PAX is a way better show because it's open to the general public and set up to be open to the general public. Yeah, PAX is... Well, PAX is set up by Reed Pop, who's in New York Comic Con, C2E2, um, Star Wars Celebration. They know how to run conventions. Yes. So they know how to do something like this. The ESA, yeah, they've been putting on E3 for like 20 years at this point, but they're not really a convention company. They're a lobbying group. So the fact that they put together this convention is just a byproduct of what they normally do. And they dox everybody, which and is everybody. <laughs> which is the icing on the cake. That should they, prove that this they don't know what they're doing and the convention should absolutely die. I don't know why anybody, like any journalist or influencer, is even going to go back after that. I don't know. They, I, I, they, I, I they not only doxed everybody, they, they, didn't re- they weren't really apologetic about it. Not at all, but also they were like, just like, oops, nobody really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Because they didn't want to draw attention to it. And I completely understand that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going back because of that, but also because it's, it's, it doesn't help. Like I like to go because I like to meet people. I yeah. think it's fun to make the videos that we do. Yeah. Um, But it's not like the videos do very well and yeah. we can make, you know, better or not we can make content that does well from our own homes. We can, yeah. We <laughs> and can it'll do, be a lot easier. We can do similar videos from home. The only difference is, you know, we wouldn't be able to talk about how it felt to play the game. Well, I like, I like that sort of like higher budget, like we're here, like it like changes yeah. up the format of our normal videos. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but they don't do better than normal videos. I bet you if we covered it from home, the videos would do better because we'd have yeah. more time to make the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just more fun to be there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So screw E3. I hope, I hope more companies pull out and I hope that uh, more influencers and journalists pull out as well because yeah. there's no reason to give the ESA any more money uh, there are better conventions, and mm. even PAX. Nintendo brings new game. They've been bringing new games every year. Yeah, their booth at PAX is just as good as their E3 booth. Mm. So, uh, screw E3. Uh, I hope it does, and I hope it starts with uh, PlayStation pulling out. 
Well, if so- Sony's pulling out completely, um, Microsoft and Nintendo now need to remove themselves completely. Yeah. Microsoft seems fairly committed to E3 for some reason. Well, um, so they're th- in another building. Yeah. So I don't know if that, like, if they're trading any hands with the ESA for that. Yeah. Because, like, they. There's like a weird sort of like relationship there because they have another building. So well, yeah, the, the Microsoft theater, they just happen to own that arena, a theater rather. Yeah. So like, I mean, they've used the same badges. Yeah. But I mean, like, couldn't I just do that? Couldn't I open a bar next door and be like, if you come in, you'll get free admission if I see your, your E3 badge. Yeah. You know, like, is there money changing hands there? Or did they just did they just get free like a free spot I at E three because they're think, next door? No, I think. Well, I don't know. I feel like because the E three festivities are not just in the convention center; they're also like in the outside area. Yeah, like you know, and the Microsoft Theater is literally right next to the LA Convention Center. So I think you know they have they must have some deal where it's like, listen, we want to do our stuff in the theater that we own, but we still want to be associated with E3. So there's probably some deal that happens. I, I think so we need to look at do that. I think we need to look at the marketing. If, if, yeah. if Microsoft is part of the E3 marketing, then there must be some money changing hands, but well, they're all part of the E3 marketing. Cause the ESA is the video game lobbying group. And pretty much every major video game publisher is a part of the ESA. Well, what was was there Sony stuff at like like on billboards and like, you know, like I'm trying to remember. Well, like any third-party game that was going to be on PlayStation, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of Ubisoft stuff we saw outside, there's yeah. a lot of Activision stuff. Um I mean, you're right though. They're all giving money to the ESA anyway. Yeah. So it it just it, it's just this stupid convention. Yeah, I think uh, that Microsoft might be already out of e- E3, just just next to it. <laughs> you know, right. they they might have have pulled out in like a weird sort of way. Yeah. Well, Phil Spencer, when the news of Sony not going was announced, he tweeted, "Our team is hard at work on E3. We look forward to sharing with all who love to play what's ahead of us." Uh, our art form has consistently been propelled by the cross section of creativity and technical progress. 2020 is a milestone year in that journey for team Xbox. And that's after the news of Sony pulling out. Yes. Ah, it's a screw Xbox. <laughs> well, okay. We say that now, mm-hmm. but with Sony pulling out, it's only a matter of time before more and more companies start pulling out of E3. If it's not Nintendo and Microsoft, then it'll be uh, Ubisoft and Capcom and Warner Brothers and Square Enix and all the other companies slowly pulling out until eventually there's nobody going to E3. I think that is the best case scenario. Yeah. Jesse in the chat says, I like E3. It's like a full week of video game news. I like it too. I like it for that reason. Yeah. I don't think you need a convention for that. No. And... I think, well, as a point with the fact that the ESA is a lobbying group for all these video game companies, they could just agree that that week is the week that they all announce stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then right after that, James 7851 says, Sony must be embarrassed of PS5. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I think I know. Sony knows that they're on top. Yeah. At least this console generation, and they could do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. I think Sony, if anything, like they know they have a hit on their hands with PS5. They're slowly releasing information about it until they're ready to release everything about it. You know, that's why they're they're already being like, oh yeah, we're developing PS5. Then a, a month or two later, oh yeah, it's going to be a solid state drive, so the games will load faster. Then a month or two later, oh yeah, the controller is a little different. It's going to have back buttons now. So... Mm-hmm. they're slowly yeah. releasing information whereas before it was we do not comment on rumors and speculation and crap like that i think it's better that way because people get disappointed when like a rumor yeah. comes out and it turns out not to be true yeah uh, also they'll get ahead of leaks so yeah and it gets people thinking about it people that they're like drip feeding information so they're always in the news you know yeah and microsoft's doing the same thing yeah so they're they're both right up there with each other mm-hmm AJ says it's funny that people were calling Nintendo out of touch when they pulled out of E3 when in reality they were way ahead of the curve. They were yeah. doing the directs, you know, the video the video based presentation before anybody else was, which is yeah. insane for Nintendo to be, you know, a leader in yeah. in that space. Um and at the time, people were like, that's crazy. They don't have a press conference. They, they must not have anything good to announce or anything. Yeah. I hope everybody does that now because it's way well, better. Yeah. But Nintendo is like there are leaders in like ways you don't expect. You know, something like pulling out of uh, E3 and doing their own direct rather than a big press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, always like with the games they develop, uh, even with the hardware sometimes. Uh, like, Yo... Are you, what, are you gonna say like no, uh, no go ahead go ahead with, are you gonna say like the the motion controls and stuff well motion controls even like with the Wii U when the gamepad was announced the next year Microsoft unveiled smart glass yeah. um Sony reannounced that hey everything you can basically do that with the Vita and a ps3 and ps4 I, I hate that because no like all right Nintendo it's very hit or miss when they have some yeah. like technological no, yeah, innovation absolutely. and the other companies cannot replicate it. No, it never works. Yeah. They got no, the D never. other companies can replicate the D pad. That's about as, yeah. as close as they can get with <laughs> Nintendo technology. And even then, like they had to alter it in certain yeah. ways. Didn't infringe on the patent, which they can infringe on now. Motion controls haven't worked with other companies. The yeah. closest you got is the Move controller, but that's just out of necessity for VR. Yeah. Um. And the gamepad wasn't a success for Nintendo, so it yeah. wasn't a success for anybody else. Yon Lee in the chat says, "If no E3 anymore, there is still a game convention in in the USA?" Question mark. Pax. Uh, Pax. Go to Pax. Well, I think because um. Because E3 used to be the one video game convention. And like in Japan, it's Tokyo Game Show. In Germany, it's Gamescom. Here, E3 was the one convention. And then like PAX or like all these other things were like smaller conventions. But now PAX is the convention. And there's four PAXs in the United States. Yeah. So. All right. So that we're, we're that's it for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to talk about this. I'll just say it real quickly. Japanese charts, Nintendo is still killing it. Uh, takes all ten, top 10 positions. Damn. So for the sales in Japan, the Nintendo 
all, all of the top 10 games are Nintendo Switch games. You got uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I think is unfair because that's two games. <laughs> but that's yeah. how they do it. Um, Ring Fit Adventure. Why? Did that go on uh, sale? People need their exercise, man. Or did that just come out in Japan? I doubt it. Oh, it says October 18th. Yeah, okay, that's oh. weird. Minecraft. That's going to be on top for a while. It's like a Grand Theft Auto situation. Number four is Dr. Kawashima's Brain Training, which I still don't have. Uh, number five is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is going to be on top for a while. Number yeah. six is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is never going to leave. Number yeah. seven is Luigi's Mansion 3. Number eight is Super Mario Party. And number nine is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo. Number 10. Oh, that came out in November. I didn't know that. Number 10 is Fishing Spirits, a Nintendo Switch version. <laughs> I got to look that up. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. Uh, Fishing Spirit. Oh, my God. It's got, uh, I think it has real motion. What do you call it? Real video? Oh, full motion video? Full motion video? No, it looks like a cartoon. Okay. But they have like fishermen like talking about the game. Oh, God. It looks like you can like catch dragons and stuff. Like a Gyratidos? Like a Gy- yeah. Gyarados? Gyratidos? Gyarados. Right? Gyratidos. What Magikarp evolves into? <laughs> Drodidos. Gyrodidos. All of those are correct, Will. Yeah. Um. All right. What else do we have here? We also have the Smash Brothers reveal tomorrow. Yes. Um. We're gonna. They're finally gonna reveal who the next DLC character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate will be, and everybody thinks it's Dante. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Why? I think the big reason is because Devil May Cry Three is coming to the Switch soon, and Devil May Cry Three on the Switch is gonna have special modes unique to the Switch version. So everyone assumes that because of that, there's probably some partnership between Capcom and Nintendo to put Dante in Smash. According to Newsweek, it says the January 7th tweet lists three dates, including January 16th, 30th, and February 13th. If one of those dates looks familiar, it's because January 16th is also the date of the next Super Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC reveal. That coincidence coupled with the announcement that the Devil May Cry series is finally making its way to the Nintendo consoles makes fans uh, feel the stars have aligned to get Dante, the most recognizable character from the franchise in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. However, a tweet from the official Devil May Cry Twitter account the next day offers a good example of tempering these expectations. The January 8th tweet clarifies that... Uh, the announced dates are when Capcom will reveal three new features coming to Devil May Cry 3 for the Switch, meaning the calendar may not have anything to do with the Smash Bros. Ultimate. So nobody knows what they're going to announce on the 16th, yeah. I guess? So it's, I, I think it's still possible, but uh, it's also possible they... Here's the thing. A lot of... There's like marketing calendars and people know the best dates to announce stuff. Yeah, they'll be like it. Content usually does well when we announce it on this day, so it's possible yeah. there's just overlap on January 16th that uh, it turns out that's a good day to announce stuff. Mm-hmm. So that could be, or maybe Dante's in Smash. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, I do know that if Dante is going to be in Smash, it will probably be classic Dante, and it'll be funny because PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale had emo Dante. Oh, my God. In it. So, and that just goes to show that, yeah, the knockoff gets the knockoff, and the real thing gets the real thing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I think the the leak of Terry Bogart being in Smash or an SNK character being in Smash yeah. had more uh, weight to it. Yeah. Because it literally said, like, copyright SNK. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody thought it was going to be a female character. So they were right. wrong on that. They were just completely yeah. flat out wrong. Uh, so just don't get your hopes up. It could yeah. be literally anybody. Yeah. Um. Aside from Piranha Plant, all the uh, DLC fighters were third-party characters, though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that leads me to believe that it could possibly be another third-party character. I think... Unless it, they want to bookend it with two Nintendo characters. I think it has to be uh, a big out-of-left-field character. Yeah. Because it's the last one of the first fighter pass. Um, I think Dante is is a pretty good guess. Yeah, if I had to put money down now, I would say Dante because mm-hmm. it looks like that's the only thing that has any weight to it. I'm wondering when the hell we're gonna get a Monster Hunter character because I I would have thought that would have been one of the DLC yeah. characters. Um, but again, it could be literally anybody. Some people are saying an Overwatch character, which would be the most out of left field. Yeah, uh, a Rocket League car was was rumored before, <laughs> but. We just don't know. I wouldn't say yeah. I wouldn't get your hopes up with Dante, though. Yeah, it could be literally anybody. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's going to be a third party character. Yeah. All right. Um, and we forgot this. Knuckles the Inkinia to return in lock on oh. form for uh, to Sonic the Hedgehog two on the Switch. Most importantly, um, yes. So. The Sega Ages Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, the Sega Ages collection is, of course, um, remastered versions of classic Genesis and other Sega games that come out on the Switch. They're the games you know and love, but they have a lot of like extra features and quality of life updates to it. Um, and for Sega Ages Sonic the Hedgehog 2, uh, one of those features is the Knuckles the Echidna in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 a bonus game that you get when you plug Sonic 2 into Sonic and Knuckles. Only this time, you don't have to do that. Uh, Sega Ages always adds stuff to the original game that it's doing. Because, like, we already have Sonic 2 in the Genesis collection. Correct. And it's great there. Yeah. But this adds Knuckles to it. Yes. So Uh, so it gives you a reason to want to buy it on its own. Yeah. So, like, for example, Sonic 1... The Sega Ages Collection version of Sonic 1 adds the spin dash. It adds the drop dash from Sonic Mania in it. And it adds all these other like moves you can do. Um, Fantasy Star, the Sega Ages version of Fantasy Star, um, adds a map, which wasn't in the original Master System version. Which is important to have. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, this is this is good. This I will probably buy this. Yeah. Uh, how much? Are, this is usually 10 bucks, right, for these games? Uh, I think Sonic 1 is 8. Okay, and so it's up, always on sale. So under 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, it depends yeah. on the game, but okay. yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a price nailed down. Yeah. But it's under 10 bucks. Yeah. You can assume it's going to be around. I'm going to guess 10 bucks. 
But that's cool. If you've never played Sonic 2, this is a great way to play it. Get the Sega yeah. Ages collection. Or get the Genesis collection, because that you get a lot of games with it. Right. And that's that's only but 20 you, bucks, I think. I feel like if you've never played Sonic 2 before, maybe get this, because it will have like extra features that will make true you know playing it better in a modern era the, and, and the the sonic one ages collection is vastly superior than yeah. the regular sonic one because you need that spin dash spin dash yeah. is important to sonic yeah one. uh so sonic sega ages sonic the hedgehog usually sells for eight bucks it's currently on sale for six Ooh. yeah i gotta get that yeah me too i think i have it on my phone I don't think I've ever beaten the original Sonic. It's so hard. It's hard and it's not as good because you don't have the yeah. spin dash. Uh, the closest I ever came was I played a fan version of Sonic 1. They remade it with like the S- Sonic 3 uh, engine. Mm-hmm. And like they added extra characters. Like they added Shadow and they added Tails and they added all that stuff. Okay. I have a tweet of the week that's relevant. So Okay. Tweet of the week. So Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! Tweet of the week! This is from Margot Pierce. It says, just finished an expensive commission for someone, and the only requirement was that it had to have Garfield in it. They said, have fun. And so I did. Wow. And it is Garfield adventure. It is Garfield <laughs> in the Sonic Adventure pose. That is better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, and the background has a comic strip in it. I didn't even see that. Oh, that's awesome. And look, there's there's Knuckles doing the Sonic Adventure pose, and then there's there's Garfield. Uh, it's like he's in the game. All right, now is when we talk to you. I have no unboxing, so now is when okay. we talk to you people. Yes, as always, you can leave you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you love to comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Since I'm watching I'm you, to... since I'm watching you in Discord, I need to uh, bring up Discord on my phone. Okay. Uh, while you do that, I was trying to find. It's not a tweet of the week, but a friend of mine sent it from Instagram. It said, "If the Beatles were so good, why weren't they on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 sound?" <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> Very good point. That's a good point. Uh. Uh. Oh, I'm looking in the wrong spot. All right, we usually do hashtag first. So, yeah. We got Brandon FRFX who says, Am I wrong for thinking that the Switch Pro should just be a console in not be a hybrid? Yes. <laughs> I just don't, I just think it shouldn't exist, period. I mean, if the, the whole gimmick of the Switch is that you can take it with you, it's a oh. console that you can take with you. They already, and I feel like. The Pro, uh, the Pro should be the ultimate version of the Switch, which means it should do everything the Switch can do currently do, but better. Well, they already have a light, which takes well, out the, half the of light, the Switch. The, the light, I understand, because if it's a light version, then it should remove features. A so, Pro version should be the Switch on steroids, you know? So I think that Nintendo knows that their market skews towards people who don't care about Pro stuff. And that's right. why they made a light version. It's cheaper mm-hmm. and removes features that people don't care about. I don't think yeah. like it's not like people who are like need their 4K 60 gaming experience. They're not buying a freaking switch. They're yeah. buying an Xbox Series X. Yeah. You know, so that's why I don't. That's why I think a pro just isn't in the cards for Nintendo. Yeah. Um, 
Muhammad Hader says, hey, guys, do you think a new Switch Pro is coming out? <laughs> we discuss it every week. <laughs> we No. Last week, we talked about it. Yeah. Justin Coley, if you could add Kojima Sans' uh, unique twist on any Nintendo IP, what would it be? Kojima Productions' twist on Metroid would be interesting. Yes, it would. That'd probably be the most Kojima-esque game. Yeah, that'd be easy. Uh, That'd be easy for for Kojima to do. But I want to see him do something really... I want to see him do something like F-Zero or Kid Icarus. Star Fox. Star Fox, yeah. I think he could do some crazy stuff oh, with Star yeah. Fox. Oh, God. A Kojima, a Kojima Star Fox would just be so bizarre. That I, I want that. That's Like, you want. would stop, like, flying the R-Wing halfway through, and it'll just be, like, the radio calls coming up. Yeah. And Falco will just start talking about, like, the horrors of war. And Pepe will come up and talk about nanomachines for 20 minutes. It'll also probably be half of it would be a mech game. Yeah. Also, uh, Splatoon would be interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I want. I would say Star Fox. Yeah. Um, and we got Alec, who says, no brain age in the U.S. anymore, probably because Luminosity was fined by the FTC for claiming to make you smarter. That's where I saw it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they got to figure that out, man. Just take yeah. out the marketing material saying that it makes you smarter. Yeah. For the U.S. That's it. It's just yeah. marketing. Yeah, FTC finds companies like that all the time, and they like come back with newer versions of the same product. Yeah, but $2 million is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, for luminosity. Yeah. Um, all right. For last week's Wolf Den Live, we got Jonathan Boucher. Bob get one thing kind of right, and all of a sudden he thinks he is Nostra Bobus. <laughs> you got damn right. Hey, we got some Pokemon stuff right too, but that was easy. Yeah. That was that was like shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, we got Super Like Potatoes who says so. If the Nintendo site links directly to the Insignia dock, does that mean they approve of it? Like it won't brick my Switch? I don't know. Maybe it just maybe that's it, a good question. Maybe it just links to docs on the Best Buy website in general. And it's just, that's the only one they have. I mean, Nintendo is very specific about like the accessories. Mm-hmm. Like they always say, use Nintendo first party accessories over third party. And most of the time they say, don't use third party accessories. So mm-hmm. if on their website, they are officially like linking to an insignia dock like that's a big deal yeah so i just searched nintendo switch dock on best buy and it took me to the search page it didn't just go straight to the dock so yeah they're linking straight to the dock that is a big deal does the insignia dock has have the nintendo seal of quality on no and it doesn't no definitely does because that that's an even that if it did that's like 100 percent. that's get that dock i mean i bought it like two years ago yeah, and it didn't then. Um, also of note, uh, I, I, we were wondering whether or not they even still sell the the Nintendo Switch dock, like the current one, yeah, right, on its own. Rosa Sabe, who watches the show all the time, uh, mm-hmm. called the Nintendo store and said they do not have it. Interesting. So I think it's straight up discontinued to buy the dock itself. You can still get a refurbished one, right? But I don't think they're making just the dock anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, I think something's up. 
I think they're either redoing the dock or something. Yeah. Um, which is good. They should. Mm-hmm. We also got Mr. Muck who says, Will, come on, man. Quit spoiling Star Wars for me. I don't know you did. I know I I'm way late, but I got a toddler now. So oh, that's not an excuse. So going to the theater <laughs> is a bit trickier for me these days. I've been doing my darndest to avoid internet spoilers. A true feat for one as nerdy as I. Love you guys, though. Did we not give a, an, a like a warning before we started talking about it? No, because we didn't. I just blurted out something because it was bothering me. <laughs> was it even? Uh, what was it? Probably Close your about, ears if you if you haven't seen any Star Wars content. I think it was about Ray's lineage. Oh, okay. Then yeah, you screwed yeah. up, Will. Will, you're a terrible person. I'm sorry. It's just it was a lot of that movie did not sit well with me. You know what, Mr. Muck? Good on you for not bringing a child into a movie theater. I appreciate yeah. that. You're doing God's uh, work. Yeah. Did you see um, apparently the original draft, the Colin Trevorrow draft? I did of... read that. I, I like got I like jumped up and down like when i read what his original parents were ray were mm -hmm. and like that just makes so much more sense it follows the themes of all three movies perfectly i i i think that there's a lot in there that would have still made people very bad i think oh, yeah. that it would have been the same i think it would have been the same problem <laughs> i don't know it might have just been I've... flipped it might have been the people who liked this one would have just hated that one and then the people Probably, who hated this but one would like that one from a thematic standpoint and from a consistency standpoint it would have continued on rather than you know reverting back to what it was yeah that seems to be the problem is that it negated a lot of what the second movie did yeah and even even if it didn't negate it it like tried to find ways to like have it both ways you know mm -hmm. so. uh the Rotten Apple PK says, I don't think Nintendo is chasing the other consoles. I think they are chasing the ability to be able to run lower ports of the next-gen games. The metal body rumor might be for heating because this might be, this might run hot, scared of warping of the plastic. I mean, it's cool to have Doom and such on the go, but Nintendo for me is usually for the exclusives, not the ports I can play on the PS4. Um, I Nobody mean, thinks that Nintendo is chasing anyone else. You're, you're okay? Yeah, I muted myself on the stream. You heard me All cough right. very loudly. Yeah, I heard you like die. <laughs> um, so a major problem with the Switch currently is a lot of people have this chunk missing. It is like a, like the heat sink is very... Yeah small plastic and weak and like mine's cracked right there mm -hmm. um and a lot of people have that problem also a lot of people have theirs bent mine's not bent though um so i mean that's where heat comes out so that it, it's very small like it's it, it's very weak plastic and also that's where it's gonna get hot so they're taking that into consideration they're actually mm -hmm. pos if this is true even they're working on ways to make the body not do stuff like that. Uh, I don't think that's an indication of anything, really. I just think that's an indication that they're fixing what was already there. Yeah. It could be a heat thing, but it could also just be that they want to do that anyway. It could be the same freaking hardware on the inside. They just wanted to fix what was already broken. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I, if they do make one, I mean, it'll be slightly better hardware at, yeah. at the very least. 
Um, and the last one from last week is uh, Marba Jamir, who says, I thought I was the hairiest man alive. Glad to know I am wrong. Yeah, we like to we like to keep things fuzzy here on Wolf 10 Live. You should see what's going on everywhere else, my friend. Yeah. It's a good time, I promise you. All right, now we're in the chat. Yes. Uh, we got $5 from Oopy Doopy. You think Super Luigi will come out as a launch exclusive on the new Xbox Series X? No. Take your $5 yes. back. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, all right. Who's saying stuff I want to read right now? All right. Uh, Jay Velez says, I just found the anchor 20,100 milliamp hour for 26 bucks at Target. Is that the Switch one? Could. Yeah, because that's the Switch one. That's been like on sale a lot. It was think, it was hard to find for a while and marked way up for a while. Yeah. So because I think Anchor technically discontinued the Switch battery packs. Like they don't make them anymore. Interesting. Like, I mean they they make ones that don't say Switch on it. Right. They make ones that will work for Switch, mm-hmm. allegedly. But they don't make any with the Switch logo on it. The only thing that I would recommend is don't be stupid enough to plug it into your dock. If you're going to use it, plug it straight into your Switch, and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then you're pretty much safe with any USB-C situation that has power delivery. Um, And do it with the Switch off. That's how you're safest. Yeah. Completely off. Um, But if you plug it to your dock, all, all bets are off. And if you're using the if if you're using the official Nintendo Switch one, do whatever the hell you want except for yeah. plugging it into the dock. Do not plug it into the dock still. But you can play it with the Switch on and whatever, and do whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my recommendation. Walmart is selling the twenty thousand one hundred milliamp hour one for ninety dollars. Yeah, the, the official buy. Switch one. Yeah. Um. Everybody's just asking about the Switch Pro, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, Zanarkand, any chance of a Nintendo 64 classic announcement this year? Yes. Probably not. You I'm think gonna, so? I think there's a chance. I think it's more likely for a Game Boy classic. It's much easier for them to do something like that. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be like 100 bucks, But I think this is the year if we get... I think we'll get a Game Boy Classic and maybe we'll get Nintendo Switch Online Game Boy games. Yeah. And then next year, maybe N64 stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe two years. I mean, they took a break last year with the Classic situation. Yeah. Uh, so maybe they're gearing up for an N64 one. But I, I would bet more money that there's going to be a Game Boy Classic instead. Yeah. Um, Is it an anniversary of the Game Boy this year? A lot's going on with the Game last, Boy. Last year was. We got the Hyperkin Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, we got the analog, the analog. yeah, and freaking uh, Pocket Go comes out with new stuff all the time. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked if I still have my Jeep. <laughs> Whole lot of random. Uh, Bob, do you still have your Jeep? No. Uh, it is on Long Island. Uh, my parents are taking it forever, and they uh, deserve it. 
Midas Magnazone. Bob, do you think you could upload your Twitch streams to the Wolf Den VODs channel? I love to watch your Twitch and YouTube VODs, but the Twitch streams get deleted after a few weeks. So I uploaded yesterday's just because I <laughs> I was towards the end of Pokemon and I thought also I, and it was a continuation of the stream from Sunday. Uh maybe. I'm thinking about it. Uh the Wolfden Vaz channel it's, it's getting it's got, you know, it's doing better than I was expecting. I mean it's yeah. not it's not doing like amazing, but yeah. Like I don't even it's just kind of like a dumping ground. Uh, so I'm trying to treat it a little better. May, may, mm -hmm. I might start posting stuff, but you know, it's more work for me. Um, Midas Magnazone, Bob, do, oh, you read that. Yes, I did. AJ says, I think the classic line is dead. Uh, I don't think it, it I, I, I don't think it should be. I know you can still buy them refurbished from Nintendo, but that's like the only way to get them. Well, they are supposed to be limited edition. Right. But like I had a friend who recently wanted to get uh, the NES classic. And as soon as I found that Nintendo was selling them refurbished again, I sent it to her because otherwise she would have had to pay like a hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah. Well, when the NES first came out, they barely made or well, the NES classic. They barely made any of them, but it was supposed to be a special edition. Yeah, they made a lot more of the Super Nintendo one, but I don't remember if yeah. they messaged it as. I'm pretty sure they called it the special edition. Yeah, no, I think they did. Uh, <laughs> Lou Standard says, "Be honest, how many times have you rented that Lamborghini by now? <laughs> one time. It's not worth renting more than one time ever in your whole life. To be honest, it just seems like you said you felt like you were going to break everything in that car. It's so delicate and for yeah. being so expensive and the whole time like the guy was like giving me the rounds of the car. Mm -hmm. He kept saying don't do this. One person broke that and it was $5,000. Don't do this. One person broke that and that was also $5,000. Like he's like make sure your backpack doesn't get caught in the trunk cuz uh if you get if you break the little clamp, it's very delicate. It's $5,000. You got to replace oh, the whole Jesus. back. And it's like it's like stop scaring me, dude. I keep yeah. thinking everything's gonna break this stupid car. So it's not it's not how you want to live. No, it's it's not. Uh yeah. Uh no, I'm not gonna just freaking keep renting a Lamborghini. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um All right. We gotta get out of here, Will. Yeah, we do. It's super late. It is late. I was I was expecting this to go pretty quickly today. Yeah. And it did not. Uh, one more. Paolo Lavagnoli says, uh, what do you guys think of Nintendo games on Xbox or vi and vice versa? Uh, I, I think Nintendo's really good at exclusives. Yeah. And they make a profit on their hardware, which other companies don't do. Mm -hmm. They usually take a loss on their hardware. So, um, I think there's no incentive for them to go public with their exclusives for any reason. Well, I mean, you got Microsoft now putting games on Switch. Mm -hmm. You have Sony announcing that MLB, the show, will be multi-platform going forward. So we're already starting to see uh, console makers put their games on other systems. Mm -hmm. Nintendo will be the last of them to do that. But we're already starting to see the cracks forming where console exclusives are a thing of the past. I think you're right. There's potential. Nintendo will hold out as long as possible. 
yeah, they are notorious for holding out on stuff like that. And, yeah. and I mean, look at Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that's it. Goodbye. All right, real quick, uh, Alan Vargas says, Bob is just the grumpy Kevin. And that is 100% true. Who is Kevin? I'm guessing Kenson. Oh. Yeah. I thought maybe Kevin from Kind of Funny. Or I thought maybe they were just saying a generic name. Also, uh, Horny Burrito. <laughs> thank you for the two months on Twitch. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank and you, guys. everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on youtube.com slash wolfden if you can't make the show for any reason at all we always put it up as an archive version on thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want if you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us you could do that as well we're also an audio podcast on apple Podcasts, soundcloud spotify google play and stitcher and if you listen to us on any of those platforms please be sure to subscribe rate and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores if you want to watch a little bit of Wolf Den Live or you want to send a small segment of it to your buddies, then head on over to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Uh, Brad Chenny in the chat says, Will Morbius? <laughs> yeah, watch his video. He posted it. Too. Yeah, uh, watch my video. It was not what I was expecting. It actually looks kind of cool. Go for to... A character. For a character who's kind of a C-lister. Go to youtube.com slash Wolfden. Click on that yes. comics playlist and watch. We'll talk about Mo Morbius. Yeah. Uh, I'll be on Twitch tomorrow. I think me and Dan are playing something together. I don't know what that was. Some sort of Mario situation. It's either going to be uh, Mario Royale or Mario Maker or Soviet Jump Game. <laughs> <laughs> Go to twitch.tv slash Wolfden. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you for watching. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye.